Hello, and welcome back everybody to Mental Health Spot. I know it's been a minute. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parents, your guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune into my podcast episodes. I'm back! I know it's been a long time since I've been on, and I've missed it. I've missed it terribly. Um, I'm already getting emotional. I just love this outlet, and I don't always have the greatest mental health. I think that's something that we can all relate to at different points in our lives, and I think that I've always been someone to be very transparent about that on here, and so it's been it's been a journey, um, but I'm here. And I really want to make an effort to be more consistent. And I really appreciate everyone that has been sticking by me, even though it's been months since I record. It really means a lot. And so let's dive right into our topic. So this topic is an interesting one, and it's something that's been coming up a lot in my sessions with my clients, in conversations with my loved ones, and in my personal life as well. And it's something called friendship breakups. Now, if you hear any background noise, it's my fan. As you guys know, I am perpetually hot at all times. I'm trying to find the knob to turn it off so that you can hear me better. But I seem to have misplaced it. So there's that. Let's see. Y'all know I always have to take you on an adventure with me. Of sorts. Whether it's the noisy bed or the fan in the background. Anyway. So friendship breakups. This is something that's been coming up a lot. And I think we as human beings, we place so much emphasis on romantic breakups that we neglect to acknowledge how friendship breakups can be just as distressing if not even more so because the layer of romanticism is eliminated and so the ending of that relationship almost seems more shocking perhaps And so I just want to validate to anyone out there that is listening, friendship breakups are a real thing and they hurt. They're brutal. So anyone that says, oh, you should just be over it. It was just a friend. A friend is a person that you choose. I think that's also part of what makes it more painful um, than people recognize The same way we would choose our partners, right? I'm getting comfortable. The same way we would choose our partners, we choose a friend. We don't choose our family, right? And so oftentimes when we have issues with our family, it really depends. Because everyone's family dynamic looks a whole lot different. 
But in some situations, people are like, well, it's family, you know, we have conflict. It is what it is. I didn't get to pick them. But when you pick somebody, you choose a person to nurture a relationship with, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship, it's very painful to see that come to an end. And I'm not suggesting that we don't also nurture relationships with our family members. That's also a decision that we get to make, even though we don't choose um, our lineage to them. We don't choose whether or not we're related to them. We're related to them by blood. But you do get to make a decision about whether or not you want to nurture a relationship with certain family members. So I get that. But I guess I'm trying to just drive the point home that when you have the opportunity to completely pick a person that you want in your life and you dedicate time and trust and love and energy into that bond, it's really painful when it comes to an end. And so I just want to validate for anyone out there that's listening and is experiencing it or has experienced it, friendship breakups suck. And so what might lead to a friendship breakup? Usually it's a difference of opinion. Um, It's a difference of opinion and or a difference in personality. So allow me to elaborate. When we have a friendship with someone, we understand that, you know, it's two different people in a friendship that see the world in entirely different ways. And so, well, that's not always the case, because if you have people in your life whose values tend to match your own, that may decrease. But even people whose values match your own have differences from you. We all have different ideas, different idiosyncrasies, different ways that we do things, different cultural beliefs, different religious beliefs. The list is endless. And so usually there's a strong difference of opinion that comes between a friendship where the friendship cannot survive that. It happened to me with one of my longest friends. Um about a year ago um, we have some very strong political differences and she's always been more vocal and more passionate about I wouldn't say more passionate necessarily because I'm passionate as well but I would say more vocal um, more verbal she she puts her uh, emotions and her feelings regarding politics out there in a more direct way than I do I'm more roundabout about it, (laughs) roundabout about it. I'm more uh, roundabout. I take a more roundabout approach, if you will. And I'm not saying either way is right nor wrong. It's just the way she is. And it's just the way that I am. And so um, anyway, she was pretty upset, I think, at some of the 
beliefs that I have. And it got to a point for her where she just couldn't coexist with me anymore. Um, There were other things that happened, but it started to our our varying political beliefs started to chip away at her and for me it was more about well I don't love the way that she thinks but this is a long friendship and we have so much history and so many memories and I love this person so much and so I want to preserve the relationship and I think for her it got to a point where she didn't feel like she could do that anymore she felt like okay I I I just can't connect with you anymore I I don't relate to you um like that song I don't relate to you okay I I'm off key but the point is I think her feelings of love for me and care for me became overpowered by our differences and even though I wasn't in her face with my differences it was just you know, knowing that I felt differently, even though I wasn't in her face about it, was enough to make her feel like she just didn't want to be in the friendship anymore. And like I said, other things happened. But the point is that we stopped being friends and um, I'm not shaming her for it or faulting her for it. You know, that is her right. I think that as you get older, you start to recognize that you want more out of your relationships than just, you know, memories and history. And you want people whose values align with your own. And I don't fault her for wanting to be around people that, um, you know, whose values align more with her. I get that. Um, we both just took a different approach because I was more on team like, well, let's just put this aside and preserve our relationship. And she was more on team. Like, I really just can't look past it. And no way is right nor wrong. Um, I can definitely relate to her, though, in the sense that as you get older, you do start to want <clears throat> and crave connections with people that have matching and similar values. You do. Um... When you're in your teens or your 20s, that matters less. But when you're grown in your 30s, it starts to really matter more. And so I don't falter for it. I was hurt, obviously. Um, I was hurt. I was sad. Um, I went through a grieving process. And, um, you know, I'm in a good space about it now. I think I'm okay. I mean, from time to time, I'll think about her and I, you know, I hope that she's doing well and that everything in her life is working out. But for the most part, I'm okay. I've moved on. I'm able to make space for the great times that we shared and recognize that we were just not a good fit for each other anymore. And it doesn't mean that she's a bad person or that I'm a bad person. Um, Obviously, I'm going to have a bias in my own favor because I'm me. And I'm sure she has a bias in her own favor. And that's okay. Um, That's understandable, you know. But I'm mature enough to understand that just because two people are not a great fit as friends, it doesn't mean that anybody involved is necessarily a bad person or a malicious person. I just think, you know, there's some key differences there. And I think um, 
it was something that she just couldn't get past. And I have to respect that. And I wish her the best. And so, again, I cherish the memories that were made. And I understand that we're not going to be developing new ones. And I'm in that space where I'm okay with that. You know, it's sad, but I'm okay with it. Um, I've accepted it radically and I wish her the best. So that's one example of how a friendship could end. And I'm using myself as a uh, real life example. I always like to be honest with you guys. You know, life isn't perfect for anybody. And we all lose people. We all have conflict. We all have issues with people. Um, Just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean that I've never had a disagreement with somebody. I try to handle it to the best of my ability every single time. I do, if I'm honest. But even I fall short and it happens. And I have to recognize my role in it too. And so... Anyway, that was one friendship. Um, And I think also it's important to get to a space where you're able to talk about that friend and reflect on the good they brought into your life versus holding on to that anger and that animosity. Um, I really don't feel that way about her. And I think anyone who knows me really well and really intimately would know that. But some people might think, oh, she's just being politically correct because it's the right thing to say. No, I was pissed at first. I was mad. I was in my feelings. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I was upset because I'm like, I don't get it. Like, you're going to throw away many, 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 many year friendship, friendship of many years, whatever, over this. I was pissed. I was upset. Um... And that's valid. And she was pissed and she was upset. And that's valid too. But I quickly was able to get to a space where I was like, you know what? I appreciate the nice things that this person did for me. I will always have love for this person and for our time together. But I recognize that we're just not growing together anymore. And that's cool. And I pray she finds people that she grows together with. That's it. So it's okay to go through a grieving process and to feel that anger. But remember to try to get back to a healthy place with it because it's not good for you to hold on to that animosity or that resentment. And at the end of the day, like I'm a firm believer and I really will go to the grave with this, that if you care about somebody and you love somebody, you're going to love them whether they're in your life or not. You may not want them in your life anymore for whatever reason. You may be okay with the fact that they're no longer in your life um, for whatever reason. You may accept it, but you're always going to care for them. I care about everyone that's ever been in my life. I can honestly tell you there's no one that I know that I've been close to that I wish ill upon. At the very least, I'm neutral. I don't know if that was the right wording, but you get what I'm saying. Like, if I ain't going to wish you well, I'll at least be neutral. But not even. Like, I genuinely want the people that I've loved or have loved for to be well. 
Um, so that's one way a friendship can end. Difference of opinions. Politics, religion, opinions about how or what you should do with your life. Things like that. Um, another example, another real life example that I'm going to use is maybe having a friend whose personality doesn't match your personality. So let's say well, I was going to give a fictitious example, but then I realized I threw myself under the buffs and said (laughs) real life example. So now I have to think of how I'm going to word this. Um, Okay, well, I had a very close friend, extremely close friend for years. Um, We were always together up and down. Um, We had different love languages. My love language is emotional support. I'm very like, I'm there for you. I'm going to uplift you. I'm going to show up to whatever it is that's going on in your life, good or bad. If it's good, I'm going to celebrate with you as if it was my own. If it's bad, I'm going to be there with you and feel your pain and hold you up. Um, And this person's love language was very much an acts of service type of person. Very much somebody that you wouldn't have to tell her what you need. She would just somehow anticipate it and then show up. And you'd be like, whoa, what's all this? And she was somehow, you know, coming forth with a ton of your needs that you didn't even verbalize. So access service, you know, again, people that are very much doers versus, you know, talkers and emotionally supportive they're more those type of people. And so people like that are amazing. People like me are amazing. But with people like her, for me, it started to feel a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know how you have that person in your life that loves you so much and wants what's best for you that it almost comes across like tough love, almost like they're telling you what you need to do. I guess it started to feel that way in this relationship. And I started to get triggered um, by that and by other comments. Um, And me getting triggered is my responsibility. That's something I recognize as a therapist. Um, It's my responsibility If I'm triggered by something someone is saying that I need to explore what's triggering me because obviously it's an area that needs attention therapeutically. Um, And this is a person, by the way, who is not malicious whatsoever. Very kind, good hearted individual. But certain things she was saying were just rubbing me the wrong way. And we kind of drifted. And other things happened and other things were said and done just like in the previous uh, friendship that I described but the point is I'm giving you the gist and um, again not bad people neither one of the people that I'm talking about are bad people in any way like I would never sit here and say that because it would be a lie you know Um, this is a good person this is somebody who 
really showed up during times of need. This is somebody who, you know, did a lot of things that most people would probably never do for you. But sometimes people, even when they have good intentions, can hurt you. It happens. Again, I know that I know that I know that it was not her intention. But the point is, you know, we drifted. And um, I was sad about it for a long time. Sometimes I still get sad about it. Um, But I think it's just, again, a a difference in love languages, a difference in personalities. And it's always been really hard for me to assert myself and tell people what I need because I don't want to come off like I'm ungrateful because I'm, I'm so grateful for every little thing that anybody ever does for me, especially because I don't think I deserve anything, you know? So if somebody's doing something for me, it's like overwhelming how it feels in in a beautiful way. Um, But what I'm trying to say is, In my opinion, some of the things that she was saying, some of her feedback wasn't helping me, even though it came from the best possible place. And that's what happened. And so it's kind of like, let's say you're in a relationship, right? You're in a relationship and your bestie doesn't like your partner. And your bestie's like, yo, break up. Like, I don't like your partner you know, they're not always treating you right. Like leave that person. Obviously that person is not coming from, unless they have some evil agenda, which I mean is unlikely in most cases. Then again, I see the world through rose colored glasses. So, um, nine times out of 10, someone that's saying that to you, it is saying it because they care about you and they want to protect you, but you don't want to hear that shit. You're not in the headspace to hear that shit. And and that's valid too, by the way. And so that would be as close of an example as I can provide to my real life example. Um, so I guess the reason I'm sharing this is because it doesn't always have to be that a person was really mean-spirited or really toxic um, for your relationship to end. Sometimes random little things happen and and they get in the way. And two good people can can grow apart. Um, It happened with one of my other friends, too. Um, She uh, was talking to me. It had been like six months since my dad passed away and she was talking to me and I know her well enough to know that she was trying to help me. Um, I know that she would never do anything maliciously. I know these things. Um, but the way that she spoke to me in that moment shattered my world. I don't know what (laughs) happened to me, what I was going through mentally. I mean, I guess, you know, I was grieving. I'm still grieving. That hasn't changed. Um, I was grief stricken. I was going through a lot of different things and different changes. And just some of the things that she said to me made me feel like I was being judged. And I know that I know that I know 
that that was not her intention. But I'm human. And so even though I rationally know that this is a really good hearted person who means well, I just didn't receive it that way. It happens. There's been times where I've said things to people, I'm sure, that people will be like, whoa, like, that caught me off guard. And I know in my heart that I meant well and that I only want what's best for everybody. But people, you know, receive it the way that they receive it, you know, in that particular moment through their own lenses. And so, again, this is an example of another good person that, you know, we had difference of opinion, difference in personality, difference in coping styles and all of that can play a role. Now, I'll give you some better examples, some more fun examples. Um, barring those three ladies that I referred to uh, back when I was 14. So that was a long time ago. I did have that toxic friend. Um, it's the only time my mother has ever looked at me and said, that girl has the devil in her eyes. It's the only time my mother has ever looked at me and said, I don't like your friend. Not everyone's been her favorite, but like for her to like really just take a stance. I don't like your friend. I was 14. I was young. And I started to absorb a lot of her energy. She was very dark and very angsty. And I started to absorb a lot of her energy and, um, sort of started to like follow in her footsteps she started to self-harm I started to self-harm um I mean I don't know where she is today I don't know what she's doing with her life right now um, maybe she's a lovely person now but at the time she wasn't very lovely she was quite mean she put me through hell and so that friendship ended because I recognized that she was not nice to me and she was not treating me with respect. I was also very young at the time. But the point is, people are going to come in and out of our lives. You're going to have kindred spirits. You're going to have soulmates. You're going to have twin flames. You're going to have people that come in and people that leave. You're going to have people that come in and stay. Those are your life partners. You know, um, I have a lot of life partners. I have a lot of people that I'm very close to that have been in my life for many years whose values really match my own, whose temperament really match my own, whose methods and way of communicating really matches my own. And again, I, I emphasize that becomes more important the older you get, at least for me. I was more able to maintain friendships with really different types of people when I was younger. To the point where everyone would look at me and be like, wow, Oli, like your friend group is super eclectic. Like you have a little bit of everything in it. And nowadays, more and more, my friends match my energy and my values. And again, it's normal to be sad. When you lose a friend, I lost these three friends in a year. Uh, not the toxic one from when I was a little girl. 
the ones um, that I was referring to earlier. I lost three friends in a year. And I was heartbroken and I kept asking myself, what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? These were people that I saw as family. Um, And I had to slowly, you know, make peace with the fact that not everyone is meant to be in your life forever and wish them the very best and pray that they're okay. And that's it. That's all I can do. I mean, they know I don't bite. They know where I live. You know what I mean? Um, But I want to just emphasize how painful it can be to lose a friend, to lose someone that you have a beautiful connection with, a beautiful bond with. Um, The first friend that I was talking about, that was actually our third big fight in many years of friendship. And I've noticed that her and I don't do well with fights. Um, I guess because we never really have them, that when they do occur, we usually just split up. It's almost like we can't handle it. Um, And then the second person I was talking about, that was our first... No, our second issue, I would say. Um, But the first issue was worked through. That was more of the second issue. And then the third one I was talking about, that was our first issue. And it was a friendship that I felt was really solid and really healthy. So I really had a hard time with that. All that to say, every dynamic that you experience with somebody is going to look different. And learn how to grow from your experiences without blaming yourself or blaming the other person. Because oftentimes what happens is we either point fingers and say, well, they did this or they did that or they did this. Okay. Or we turn inward and say, oh, well, it's my fault. I, I did this or I did that. Refrain from doing that. Look at the situation from an unbiased lens, which is hard to do, but give it a whirl. And just see it as points of growth and areas for improvement. Um, I recognize that, you know, I could have made some better decisions and... I recognize that I'm sorry that I didn't make better decisions. Um, And I recognize that I felt hurt by those friendships, even though these are not mean or bad people. And so that's valid, too. And so find a way to validate your feelings and your experiences while also avoiding the demonizing of other people. Um, listen, I'm not above at all. I've definitely been guilty of being angry and talking about somebody and being like, oh, this person said this or this person said that, or I don't like this person because I'm not above it all, but I am trying each and every day. I am trying to be better and to make better choices 
and to be the kind of person that I want to be proud of. I want to be proud of me. I want to know that I'm making the world a better place. I want to know that even though I'm not friends with these people anymore, that I'm able to find the meaning in those relationships and hold on to them versus holding on to any negative aspects that may have taken place. And um, with that being said, I want to share with you a couple of friendship green flags versus the red flags. So some green flags. If you feel really comfortable sharing your vulnerable, raw emotions with that person. If you feel really comfortable setting boundaries with that person. And that person respects your boundaries. If you feel like you can be yourself around that person. Your true self. Whatever that looks like. Happy, sad, goofy, silly, angry. And they love you for it. These are some major green flags. Someone that can be honest with you and can be real with you compassionately. So I think people have this concept of tough love and hey, you know what? Whatever works for different people. Everybody's different. Everybody functions differently. I don't function on tough love. Therefore, I do not provide it to others. You will get the truth from me, but it will be done in a very compassionate way. And I think people see that as sugarcoating. Hey, to each their own. I don't see it that way. I think I'm a very honest person. I'm just very tactful about the way I'm honest. Because I recognize that I can't handle tough love. So I don't give that to other people. Um, I try to be self-aware. doesn't always work that way, but it does nine times out of ten. So... A friendship red flag. They don't respect your boundaries. A friendship red flag. Somebody that you have had to tell them several times that you don't like something and they continue to do it. I guess that goes into disrespecting your boundaries. And so try to find what you want in a friend. If you could build the perfect friend, what would that look like for you? And nobody's perfect, mind you, but as close to it as possible. For me, my ideal friend, and honestly, at this point, I'm just describing my best friends. Empathetic, compassionate, goofy, silly, caring, extremely honest while utilizing utmost compassion in their delivery. Um, nurturing. They don't have to be affectionate like me because I'm very touchy-feely and I like to like pet my friends and like play with their hair and like hug and kiss. I'm just that type of person. They don't have to be like that, but they have to be receptive to that energy. So like one of my best friends, shout out to her, she's listening. Um, she does not hug, but she hugs me because she knows I like it. And she enjoys hugging me because it makes me happy. And so be receptive to it. Even if it's not your cup of tea, we're good. Um, 
And really, really an important thing to learn and something that I'm learning in my journey. Try to learn how people need to be loved versus how you think they need to be loved. Because I remember even one of the friends that I was uh, referring to earlier, she would tell me like, please be brutally honest with me. I like it. And I'm just like, but this is not who I am. She's like, but I need that from you. And I'm just like, but I can't give you that. Because I don't want that. So I'm not going to give you what I don't want. But she wants that. And so, and that's okay. That's okay for her, you know. Um, It's just not something that I was able to provide. And so, what I'm saying is, if you cannot love somebody the way they need to be loved, be candid with them about it. And allow them to find people that can love them the way they need to be loved. Because I loved that friend of mine. I still do fiercely and always will. But I cannot give her that because that is not who I am. There's certain things that I can change and I can compromise on. But being brutal, like super blunt, no filter, it's just not who I am. And so that is what she needs because that's what makes her feel... Like, okay, like, this person's serious. They mean business. Um, Like, they're legit. That's what makes her feel like she can trust the person. Like, okay, they're legit. So, again, we all have different needs. Nothing is right nor wrong. Just be kind to others. Nurture your friendships. And if you're going through a friendship breakup, I'm sending you so much love and I'm sending you a hug and a reminder that we all go through friendship breakups and it's very sad and very difficult. But try to take the beautiful things you learned from those relationships and hold on to them. Until next time, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in.